0: Welcome to Just One Drink, the podcast that takes a deeper dive on housewives and real lives. From cocktails with old friends to coffee with new ones, this show promises to give you more than just the bravo buzz. So pour yourself something to sip on and settle in for Just One Drink. It's Brittany, bitch. Hello and welcome to the Just One Drink podcast episode three Today, we're talking about an impending legal situation between Britney Spears and her soon-to-be ex-husband, Sam Asghari. I have the honor of interviewing and speaking with a successful family law attorney who is also a dear friend of mine. Please help me in welcoming Tenny Amin to the podcast. Tenny, welcome. Thank you for having me. Tenny has been in practice for nearly 20 years She and her husband, Ismail own the firm Talg, a multi-jurisdictional law firm specializing in business, IP, biotech, and family law. They have offices nationwide in California, Nevada, Texas, North Carolina, New York. It's ongoing. They're marathon runners, having participated in marathons literally around the world, something that always amazes me. And Tenny is just an all-around good person, so I'm thrilled to be able to have you here and to finally have this conversation. So am I. So am I. (laughs) Okay, good. We have a lot to dig into. Let's jump right into it. So when I heard that Britney Spears was getting a divorce, I immediately assumed there would be a situation. I'm a long-term Britney fan, like many of us, like the rest of the world. I grew up listening to her music and watched her infamous rise to fame and, sadly, the ultimate fall. But after her years-long battle with the conservatorship, I was hopeful she would get her life back on track, enter stage right, Sam Asghari, and now this divorce.
1: Yeah, we're not surprised. She's no stranger to the courtroom, unfortunately.
0: Unfortunately, that is true. When all the speculation surrounding the divorce came about, you're the first person I thought of. I knew you would have the answers to my questions and the question on everyone's mind, really.
1: Well, I'll definitely try to give you some answers today. Okay,
0: great. Let me uh, let me start by uh, by by basically putting out what's been reported publicly and what we currently know. First off, the couple met in 2016 on the set of a music video. They get engaged in 2021. By June of 2022, they're married in a small ceremony at their home in Thousand Oaks, California. Then on August 16, 2023. Sam files for divorce with the LA Superior Court, citing irreconcilable differences.
1: Yeah, I know. They filed in LA Superior Court, which was interesting for me. I didn't expect that, but they did.
0: Interesting. Okay, we're going to get into that too. So, in a document obtained by Variety, Escari is asking for spousal support and attorney's fees. TMZ reported that Sam signed a prenuptial agreement that gives him no payout in the event of divorce. And precludes him from getting spousal support. The tabloids later state that Sam is allegedly threatening to release unspecified, embarrassing materials about Brittany unless concessions were made in the prenup. So many questions to ask, and I'm just going to dive right in. Are there qualifying grounds for bringing these types of cases to a court?
1: Well, first and foremost, what you had mentioned prior when you said that he filed in L.A. Superior Court tells me that they're going to be subject to the family law code in California. And we are a community property state. That basically means that whatever you bring into the marriage, um, you take it with you when you get divorced. But whatever you acquire during the marriage is community property. So, for instance, any income or earnings by Spears during their marriage in California would be community property and would be split equally between her and Sam. Um, In terms of qualifying grounds for filing in California, they needed to have lived here continuously for a period of six months prior to their date of separation. And that's how he was able to file here, which surprised me because I thought they were Nevada residents, but apparently not.
0: Interesting. What does the process of contesting a prenup look like from the perspective of time and money?
1: You know, contesting a prenup is incredibly difficult. California is, a hand, is one of a handful of states in the country um, that has community property laws. And as you can imagine, community property laws trigger a lot of prenups because people are in a race to protect their assets. We also have the highest rate of divorce in the country, so you can imagine the number of prenups that are scrutinized by a court mm-hmm. on a daily basis. You know, the divorce process itself is typically anywhere between, um, I would say, one year, probably to a year and a half in California, and the average divorce can cost anywhere between 25000 to 100000 I mean, I've had cases that have taken five years to complete and clients wow. who have paid close to six figures in lawyer's fees.
0: Wow. Okay, let me have a sip of my uh, drink on that note. (laughs) That's a lot to take in at once. Um, So um, obviously, Brittany has the money if she wanted to defend herself in court. Um, What is the possibility of Sam winning the case? Should he proceed with contesting the prenup?
1: Um, I'm sure he definitely will, but I think winning is a huge difficulty. What
0: What are some of the things he would have to prove in order for his case to have a chance?
1: Well, for one, if you're a party to a prenup and you later are contesting it, you have to show the court that you signed the prenup under undue influence or duress or fraud. Now, there's a heightened mm. scrutiny by courts anytime you hear these words fraud or undue influence. And what I mean by heightened scrutiny is mm. these allegations need to be supported by concrete facts and documentary evidence. For instance, California has a time period between when a prenup is first presented to the individual and when they actually sign it, when their actual wedding date is. There needs to be a seven-day gap between the date that they're first presented and the date that they sign Mm. it. And this is to ensure that someone signing a prenup has taken those seven days to read it, think about it, possibly consult with an attorney there was a famous Barry Bonds case that was evidence of this. Um, if you present a prenup to someone the night before their wedding and they know if they don't sign it, they're not going to be you know, in the wedding tomorrow, well, mm. then that person is definitely entering into the prenup under undue influence and they would have grounds to undo the prenup. So the biggest factor here is time. The person entering mm. into this agreement must have had time to consider it before signing and second, knowledge. They need to have understood what it was that they were signing.
0: Mm, Okay. So let's say his lawyers, which I'm sure he's got some savvy ones, let's say they're going to try the fraud angle. What does that look like in the eyes of the court?
1: In the eyes of the court, it would look something similar to what I said. It would look like they were put under some sort of duress. They were told that if they did not sign, the wedding would fall apart. There are specific Mm. laws in California that are designed to prevent this. Mm. Also, if there's a spousal support provision, which I think you mentioned earlier that Mm -hmm. there is in the Britney Spears case, and there's, let's say, a waiver of alimony. So you're saying, upon disillusion, I will not take any alimony from you. Well, you need to understand what it is that you're giving up. That's a big right that you're giving up. Mm. And in California, you have to have an independent attorney review that agreement, explain that provision to you. And then they sign an attorney certification saying that they did. So that certification and the knowledge that you've gained from having that independent attorney, that means that you're no longer under undue influence or duress and you can move forward with your prenup.
0: Right. Okay. So it doesn't take away the fact that he might try. So if What would you say, how how would you associate a percentage of possibly winning a case like this for Sam?
1: The percentage question. Well, the typical (laughs) lawyer response that everyone hates, it depends, but truly it does depend. I would say it is slim to none because most Mm -hmm. people nowadays are smart enough to retain counsel, to write their prenups. People aren't doing it online on their own, especially not someone like Spears, And I'm pretty sure that she also made sure that Sam had a pretty good family law lawyer on his side who reviewed everything, went over it with him. You know, they crossed their T's and dotted their I's. So slim to none.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would be crazy if she didn't have good representation at the time that this was being presented. So switching gears, the regarding the tabloid rumors that Sam threatened to release embarrassing material on Britney if she doesn't make concessions, is this legal and can she sue him for this?
1: So, yeah, that she can definitely sue him in California. She's in a great state, actually, because what he is threatening to do might even constitute a criminal offense. Mm. Thanks to Kamala Harris, she was instrumental in pushing through California revenge porn laws. And California punishes individuals for releasing or even threatening to release any sexual content without the other person's permission. Now, the word porn makes it sound like it's restricted to like a Kim K sex tape, and that's not the case. Any explicit or even implicit pictures, texts, emails, videos that were meant to be between two people in a private setting are protected by these laws. You can't disseminate them without the person's permission. So in this case, if he's trying to threaten to release such material, not only can she sue him, but the district attorney would very well take over and make an example out of him in criminal court. So go, Brittany.
0: Okay. Uh, another sip for that one. <laughs> I hope Brittany calls us to have this discussion with her. Really? Um, <laughs> so, um, okay. So tell me a little bit more about yeah. what that means in terms of her, let's say her attorneys grab a hold of this. They they want to take it to court. What does that really mean in them fighting this in court?
1: It means that they could bring a civil lawsuit Against him. It wouldn't be in family law court, but they could sue him in civil court for a plethora of things. I mean, public disclosure of private facts is a tort cause of action she Mm. can bring against him defamation, slander, libel. Also committing blackmail is a criminal offense also in and of itself, but there's also a civil tort for that. So Sam needs to be careful here. He is walking through a minefield. His threats will not be well received in a California court and they could very well land him in a whole heap of trouble.
0: Yeah, what a mess to think that this man has been by her side or, quote, by her side since 2016, watched her go through that lengthy conservatorship battle and is now reportedly looking for a payday of his own. Should she just consider settling this out of court, even though we know that he doesn't have much of a chance to win if they tried this in front of a judge?
1: Well, I always, always, always advise my clients to try to settle out of court. I realize in family law, you know, it's emotionally charged. And most people want to go to court, they want to get their pound of flesh, they want that judge to tell the other person they were wrong but there is no such thing as fast tracking a divorce. The family law system, particularly in California, it's long, it's emotionally trying, it is expensive. And you're looking at spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and months and months and months in court, not to mention depositions and everything that comes along with litigation. Mm -hmm. So settling out of court is something every family law litigant should consist of consider. And I mean, especially if you're someone who's under public scrutiny, like Brittany, get out of court immediately.
0: That's totally what I would say. It's like, if I was her, I would just want to rid myself of this person as quickly as possible. What are your predictions about how the divorce will play out?
1: Well, I don't see the prenup being undone. I think Brittany surrounds herself with strong advocates, and this is no different. Um, it's likely that he would win on the account of duress or fraud. Um, and I think that she will collect, he will not get alimony and she very well would get her attorney's fees as she should.
0: So unlikely that he would win if he tries to, um, contest the prenup is what you're saying.
1: Yes. And absolutely. he'd basically
0: be just wasting time and, and racking up legal fees.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. And then her you- lawyers probably.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it would be impossible that she doesn't have great great representation um at this point. So it would be foolish for him to to actually bring it to court, but who knows? Um, I guess mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Now let's talk girlfriend to girlfriend. If you were Brittany, what oh. would you do next? Like you're a world-renowned pop star. What is your next move?
1: <laughs> well, you are asking a family law lawyer. So <laughs> okay. if it was me. I would sue the hell out of everyone down the road that has wronged me. I'm going after that father. I'm going after the mom. I'm going after the sister. I'm going after the Vegas managers. Um, I think that she has taken the high road. And, Mm. you know, it's been nice to watch her have, you know, taken the high road. Mm -hmm. But I think with this, it would have pushed me over the edge where I would show them a side of Britney that they had never seen before. And I'm taking all of you to court. And I'm waiting. Yes.
0: Yes. I love that. Yeah. Like, like put up the, put up the shield and really show people um, a different side of her. Like you said, yeah, that's such a good point. She has taken the high road um, and I do want to see her put up a stronger front and uh, hopefully ward off any other um, moochers who want to come through um, on the next round. For me personally, if I was Brittany, I want to buy an Island. I'm going to invite some of my girlfriends to come visit me whenever they want um, become friends with Oprah. Cause I just feel like that would bring her some serenity and, and peace and power, um, and find a new purpose. Like if I was her, I wouldn't even talk about a man for like 10 years. I think it's going to be impossible for her to find someone who isn't going to see her as this, um, cash cow, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, she's two strikes out at this point. So I would take a hiatus from social media as well. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. Sue everyone and out. sue everyone and put Instagram down. <laughs>
1: sue everyone and get rid of your Instagram.
0: <laughs> that is good. Okay, I wasn't expecting you to say that. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I I always enjoy talking to you about these legal matters. You're so experienced, so well versed, and you make it all so easy to digest. You're a real woman's advocate, and mm-hmm. I just love you. Thank you mm-hmm. again for taking the time to sit with me and uh, taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, And I really hope that someone who needed to hear this um, gets the information that
1: they needed today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so proud. This podcast has been something that I've been listening to on my morning runs. And I (laughs) I stop and start laughing halfway through my runs like a crazy person. (laughs) Oh Um, my God. (laughs) But yeah, I'm really happy that I was here. And you know, celebrity or not, when you're in front of the judge and you're in front of the court, we're all people. We're all, you know, going through the same thing. And so it helps to know that you're not alone in these situations. Even Brittany's dealing with this.
0: Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. Completely relatable moment. Unfortunately, she's doing it in the public eye. All right. Well, knowing that there are wonderful attorneys like you out there makes me feel better. Um, And I'm glad that we were able to shed a little extra light on the topic today. But unfortunately, I have hit the bottom of my glass and we have reached the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you've been drinking and listening, no driving. Sam, if you tuned in today, just know that Brittany Nation does not take kindly to those who come for their queen. Stay tuned for episode four coming in hot next week. Have a good one, everybody. And we can't wait to do this again real soon. Thank you for listening to the Just One Drink podcast. If you've had a drink, no driving. And if you're driving, absolutely no drinking. Unless it's coffee or water or anything non-alcoholic really. You get the point. Like I was saying, thank you for tuning in and let's do this again real soon. For more episodes, listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow along in real time on Instagram or watch the recorded episodes on YouTube by searching Just One Drink Podcast.